0: No, What's up, everybody? We are back. And what I want to do today is I want to focus on what's upcoming with the Raiders. Obviously, the Raiders have the draft coming up. Everybody's got the draft coming up. And the Raiders are sitting in kind of a position where it's not great, it's not bad, it's not good. They're sitting at 17, which means that they didn't have a horrible record where they're a top 10 te- team picking. And they didn't have a great record where they won the Super Bowl and they're picking at 32. But the Raiders finish at 8-8, eight and eight, which is an improvement quote-unquote over last year where they finished seven and nine but it's still not an improvement for considering the, the late season collapse that they had now what I want to see is I want to see the Raiders have a solid draft I want to see the Raiders go in and make an impact impact players in every position every round now obviously that's not going to happen there's going to be some misses there's going to be some hits but when the Raiders pick at 17 the Raiders have to hit We need to have a solid draft, and it starts with that first pick. And talking about a draft, let's get started with a quick little drink from our buddy Coors. The official beer sponsor of the Raiders, and also the new beer sponsor of Blue Wire. So with the uh, inaugural season cup, let's go uh, and get started. So the Las Vegas Raiders are sitting at 17, and they're picking at 17, and that's where we're looking at taking. I don't see the Raiders moving up. I don't see the Raiders trading back. I don't see them doing anything crazy, because historically, they haven't. Mike Mayock is very stingy with his draft picks. John Gruden is setting his ways with what he wants. And the Raiders kind of have an idea of what they're looking to get. I think that what the Raiders should do is they should focus on a couple of things. You either go offensive guard, or I'm sorry, you either go offensive tackle, you go linebacker, or you go safety. And realistically, the Raiders can't go wrong with any one of those picks. What I did is I decided to pick out three players in three separate drafts doing a first-round pick on the Draft Network's mock draft. The reason I did this is because I want to give a perspective on three different ways the Raiders could go. So the first pick that we looked at is Micah Parsons. Pick 17, 6'2", linebacker out of Penn State. PSU, linebacker U. The Raiders can make a really big splash at 17, taking like Micah Parsons. He's a Mike linebacker who's really good at pass rushing. He's been solid against the run, and he's a guy that can play every down. He's also a guy that would fit Gus Bradley's defense. He's a guy that can go in and instantly make an impact. And like I said, this is something that the Raiders want to do. The Raiders need to make an impact player. The Raiders have obviously, they drafted Cleveland Farrell fourth overall a couple of years ago. That raised some eyebrows. They took uh, Josh Jacobs in the first round. That raised some eyebrows. Josh Jacobs ended up being a very solid player. He's breaking all of Marcus Allen's records. I think that he's going to be a good Raider for years to come. And it's going to be funny that we talk about this that draft because I got my buddy Thor Nystrom coming on in a couple of days. I'm going to give him a little crap for it. Now, obviously, Klee has not had the 10 sacks a year that Khalil Mack had or Jonathan Abram, you know, was hurt his rookie year. And last year was essentially his rookie year. And so he's still coming into his own. I think Gus Bradley is going to be able to put that together. But you look at adding a guy like Micah Parsons. He's a guy who can go sideline to sideline. He makes plays. He's fast. He's quick. He's strong. He's also built like a prototypical linebacker. He plays Mike, but he can get after it. I think that he would be a great addition to Gus Bradley's defense. He looks like a guy that could be his Bobby Wagner. That second player that we look at, that second draft that I did, is Tevin Jenkins, offensive tackle out of Oklahoma State. Now, you know me, I'm boomer sooner all the way, but Oklahoma State has a solid offensive tackle in Tevin Jenkins. It's six foot six, 320 pounds. He could play right guard. He could play left tackle. He could play right tackle. He could play everywhere on that offensive line. And he's a guy that would fit into Cable's offense. He's a guy that where Tom Cable likes to have interchangeable offensive linemen because you never know what's going to happen. Last year, Trent Brown was out for most of the season. Trent Brown only played 16 games in two in two years as a Raider. You know Richie Incognito missed most of the season with an with a foot injury. The Raiders need to have versatility on the offensive line, and having a guy like Tevin Jenkins anchoring that right side of the offensive line is very beneficial, and is somebody that can fill into where Trent Brown stepped out and can really take over that right tackle position. Brandon Parker is still going to be a name that's going to be dropped around. He's still going to be a guy that's going to be on this team. I just don't see him as a full-time starter. He definitely has stepped up his game. He's definitely improved over the years. However, he hasn't solidified himself as a starter. So I would expect Parker to compete for a role, but if you draft a guy like Tevin Jenkins in the first round at 17, you're picking somebody to start. And then last but not least, the player that I took in my third mock draft was Trayvon Moore at a TCU, free safety. The Raiders need a free safety. The Raiders need somebody who's going to be able to get in there and make an instant impact. Jonathan Abrams is going to be a headbuster. I'm not worried about him, but he's a box safety. He's a guy that you want to play up in the box and have him make plays. Play like a Jamal Adams, where he's going to be able to get after it, put him on blitz packages, put him up against the line, put him doing things where he excels best. Trayvon Morgan is actually that player that can play sideline to sideline, that can be that, that top free safety, that over-the-top free safety that can be out there and make plays. With four interceptions, 11 pass breakups, and two forced fumbles last season, he was an impact player. He's a guy that the Raiders can count on to make some plays on that defense. He's a guy that the Raiders can count on to be accountable, but he's also a guy that can be coachable. One of the things that we've noticed with Gus Bradley is Gus Bradley is good at taking young teams and molding them to what he needs them to be and playing to their coaching to their strengths, getting players to play to what they do best. We saw it most recently in Jacksonville. We saw it a little bit in in L.A., but we also saw it with the Legion of Boom in Seattle. He created a defense that was feared. He created a defense that was painful and he created a defense that caused turnovers. Raiders tried to replicate it by bringing Ken Norton over, and they did actually get a lot of turnovers on Ken Norton's defense, and that's why the Raiders had so much success in 2016 on top of Derek Carr playing out of his mind. But at the same time, the Raiders have to get better. And one of the things the Raiders got to do is get better up front. I think that adding Gus Bradley, adding the 53,000 defensive tackles that the Raiders added, bringing in Yannick Kagakowe, and also having a healthy Cleveland Farrell and Max Crosby The Raiders are primed, the Raiders are poised to take on 2021 and have a solid defense. I think that's going to be the biggest thing that the Raiders can do is is put that defense together and put something out on the field where the Raiders can get after it on the defensive side of the ball, not only the offensive side of the ball. When we look at production over last year, the Raiders had a great offense, top 10 offense throughout the season. The areas where the Raiders had deficiencies was in the red zone. The Raiders have to get better in the red zone. What I think the Raiders are going to do is you're going to see a lot more of Foster Moreau. You're going to see more of Kenyon Drake. And you're also going to see more of Darren Waller in that red zone set. I would expect to see more out of Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards as well. And obviously, they're going to try to open it up with John Brown. Defensively, they have to get after it. Cleveland Farrell has to take the next step. Jonathan Hankins coming back is going to take that next step. Solomon Thomas is looking to resurrect his career. A third overall pick with the San Francisco 49ers, he never really lived up to that pick. And so now he's going to be able to come in and resurrect his career and show why he was a third overall pick. I don't think the Raiders are done in free agency. I think there's still players that are gonna be added. There's still depth that the team needs. That's something that I've been preaching this whole time is while yes, this team has added some nice players, this team has added some players that can make some plays, They need depth. They need guys that are going to be able to go in and that are going to be able to fill in when somebody goes down and not miss a beat. One player that I'm really happy about coming back, though, is Carl Joseph. He's a player that was gone for a year. He went to Cleveland. The Raiders didn't pick up his fifth-year option. He was a first-round pick, and he came back. And one of the things that he said was that he felt that he was born to be, you know what, Carl, you tell him feel like um, I was born to be a Raider. Um, so can got the opportunity to, spoke to Coach Gruden, man, and, um, and I, I knew I had to come take a visit and um, just sit down and talk to him. And we, we spoke for a while yesterday, and uh, it felt right. You know, I, I took some time to think it over and talk to my family about it, and um, it just felt right. for felt like the right decision to come back, man, and, and, and help, help finish what... Um, What I started here, man, um, and be a part of that and and come do whatever I can to help the team win. That's always good to hear. When you have a Raider coming back that said, I was born to be a Raider, that I never wanted to leave, that's always good to hear because then you know that this franchise is doing something right, that this franchise is trending in the right direction. Now, I know fans on Twitter have their takes about this team not being run right, that this team is a dumpster fire. And Granted, we all have our frustrations. This team hasn't won a playoff game since the Raiders went to the Super Bowl in 2003. It's been frustrating. This team is turning the right direction. This team is on the right trajectory. And you know what? I'm always going to be positive. I'm always going to be rainbows and lollipops and unicorns. But at the same time, I'll be real with you. And I'm being real right now. This is real talk. I think the Raiders have a shot. So as we get ready for the draft, as we get ready for next season, let's look at it. I got some big guests coming up. I'm going to keep bringing the fire for you guys. I'm going to keep bringing that heat. But I want you guys to make sure that you subscribe, that you download, that you share, that you're making, leaving comments. Rate this. Appreciate all of you guys.